This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is such a pleasure to be here, Jordana. I mean, the streets be talking. The streets are talking. The word is out. It's out. The the podcast is here. The toothpaste is out of the toothpaste tube. Is that what they say? That sounded Um, weird when I said it. Yeah, I I had a weird image. Toothpaste tube isn't what you say. What do you what say? What do you say? The tube. The tube? Yeah. What I, mean, what I mean is people are listening to Word this podcast. Is out. And um, that doesn't mean it's over. Listen, mm-hmm. I, I'm not satisfied. Papa JT's still hungry. Okay? And he wants his listeners. So you got to keep spreading the word. It's not over yet. Make it your Instagram story. Keep pushing people because we understand. I'm not a podcast person. Right. Oh, you're behind. You're a loser. Okay, get we with the know. times. We know what's going we on. We know. It's them just protecting themselves from feeling stupid for being out of the loop. So let people know. Let people know that are single, in relationships, working on their relationships, married. I have people that come up to me. All walks of life. All walks of life. Dogs, cats, mm. they're all coming up to me. Can always learn something new. Always can learn something new. And also, this is a funny, fun pot. We think it's funny. Right. We're talking. We're talking about you know sometimes heavy, sometimes light stuff. But we're trying to put a you know we're taking a positive the edge spin. off off of dating. That's why therapists yeah. are literally prescribing. Yes, this is you. You you might need to get scripts. You may to think listen to this. You're the only one thinking these things, but we will tell you. You ain't alone, baby. You're not. Um, so you listen, but also we're super appreciative of everyone that's listening now. Uh, the numbers keep going up, uh, in an insane way. I don't think there's anybody growing like this one is. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, I, I've been meeting a lot of you. I was just in San Antonio, met a lot of fans. Like people are like, they're coming out. They're coming out. They, they are, want the world to know. They want the world to know. You up. The, the uppers are out there. Indeed. So, um, I'm also going to be, if you're listening right now, it's, um, August 22nd and 23rd, I'm in Nashville at Zany's. So if you're in the area, come on out. I'm doing a podcast and a live stand-up show. The 23rd will be stand-up. That will be fun. Mm-hmm. So come, bring the crew. Um, and uh, next week, we have our live New York podcast. Yeah. and We're if- excited. Yeah, you guys should send us in some, some either your dating app makeovers send us an email to uup at badges.com let us know what show you're attending yep. and um, for deal reveal because I've gotten a few so I think it's a little unclear deal reveal is the old douche detective so send yeah. us screenshots of your texts so we can know um, so we can help you interpret perturbate them the whole ideal of deal reveal and that's probably the most uh, vulnerable of the of the because the the dating app makeovers we all laugh together and we're we're looking to be positive. The deal reveal is you showing us a conversation you're currently going through, right? Or that has just ended that you're wondering what the hell is happening. happening? Yeah, and we are gonna go. You know, Jordan and I do a little role play. We play out your text and mm-hmm. then we comment on it and we sit there and we say, you know, what what's going on and we try and get inside the mind of these people texting you. So if you're out there and you're wondering what 
is going on. If you we're have about looked to break up to, it down. yeah, we're gonna break it down. If you've looked up to the heavens on a Sunday at brunch and you've gone, what is happening with this dude or chick? We want to read it. We want to work it out with you. Right. So that is coming up August twenty seventh. If you want to get tickets, uh, too bad, bitch. Sold out. It sold out the first day. Sorry. Forty five minutes. Next time. We'll, yeah. And we're going to have more live Next shows. Next time, which I've gotten a few requests for, we will announce the day that we're going to put them on sale first so that so that everyone could be prepared. People okay. are like, oh, there's a show. I already missed the window. Yeah. Um, next time, we'll tell you before we put them on sale. Absolutely. And uh, you guys have a new book. We do. It's called When's Happy Hour. It's coming out this October. Please go pre-order it. It's sold wherever books are sold. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at Barnes what, & Noble. It, now, I know what it's about, but mm-hmm. When's Happy Hour, what is the... Like, it's basically a guide to your career that's not like boring as shit so if you're like me you kind of hate career books because sure. they're like boring and like no one i mean like i find it like I, there's nothing worse than reading about how to write your resume or cover yeah. letter or they're also like interact with people at work they're also bullshitty Right. They're also like Monday morning uh, fake motivational, fake motivational bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, you got to grind, baby. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? And exactly. you guys are doing it in a way. We're trying to make it funny. We're trying to make it light. We're trying yeah. to make it so you can actually like learn something, but also you're not taking yourself so seriously. In the way the Betches only know how. We we do our very best. So it's, pre-order it now. Go to Betches.co slash W-H-H. W-H-H. Yes. Check it out. Pre-order. Go for it. So get pre-ordered. Let's do the episode. Let's you ready? do the episode. So I wanted to to kick off the episode by talking about this book. Now you texted me. Yeah. Let's talk about a book, and we know you don't read. Not a As reader. We learned from the from the weird <laughs> sexual encounter with the guy who reads. Jared yeah, yeah. does not have a bookshelf. I'm fully against books. Um, yeah. So I have to say, I read, I uh, co-wrote a dating book a few years back with my co-founder. Yeah. Um, and to do it, I read some. Some, some other books for kind of like inspiration tips, whatever, all that stuff. And then like, this was one of the ones I came across. And this was the one that you were like, this is, this this is, is the, gold, the book. gold standard. Right. This is a really, okay. The book is called Attached. It's by um, Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. They're like actual therapists. Okay. And you know, not yeah, like us. Yeah, they're, they're not just talking out of their ass like we are. One is an MD and one of them has like a master's in some psychotherapy shit. I don't really know exactly they the got credentials, some, but they're good. There's letters after their names. Okay. Right. The letter after my name is, I just call <laughs> myself Papa JT. Okay. So JT yeah. yeah J Train. Like JK Rowling. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm the, I'm the, J, I'm the douche of JK. Yeah, J, JT douche. J free okay. train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so these people are, are actual therapists. And for me, I read, you never read something and you're like, that's extremely me. Like I can, like this is explaining everything that I do and that I don't know why I do it. Absolutely. I read a meme about a fart once and that is how I felt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was this like, oh, that's me. Me too. Someone wrote this for me. Yeah. So basically to, to give you the premise of the book <laughs> is that is that people have one of three or maybe four attachment styles, and that's something that's sort of ingrained in you that from when you're uh, from you're a kid. A lot, some of it's a little genetic, genetic, but a lot of it's about like the way how responsive your mom was when you were a kid. So whether so, you grew up in like so a, this book is like your mom fucked up. Kind of, but <laughs> it's a little genetic. You, this is how it, how it's it, not like a com- perfectly sure. correlational thing, but like you're more likely if your mom gave you like consistent attention when you were, or whoever your primary caregiver was, yeah. gave you a consistent attention and was like very responsive to your needs and very like made you feel very secure as like a baby, two year old, whatever. Yeah, you're going to be securely attached, and that's fifty percent of the population. Okay, 
I didn't know there were that many Jews. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, secure. Okay, and secure people feel comfortable with intimacy, and they're usually like pretty warm and loving. So okay. they're usually not in the comedian pool. No. Anyway. <laughs> I come in here hugging myself every every time to go tape. I'm just like, don't touch me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if you're if your parent was like not really 100 percent there for you, they weren't like super responsive, or they were like inconsistently responsive. Like were kind of like responsive to you when they felt like it, and not when they weren't so you weren't really sure what was going on yeah you got you become one of these two other uh, attachment styles and one of them is avoidant which is where you like equate intimacy with a loss of independence and you try to minimize closeness yeah so you're kind of always like when you're in a relationship or you're dating someone you're always kind of trying to figure out ways to like to make to like minimize the closeness and when you feel like you're getting too close you pull away interesting okay and then uh anxious which i've I am okay after taking there's a test you can in the book you can take to yeah. find out what you are and anxious me people are preoccupied with their relationship and they tend to worry about their partner's ability to love them back and like they're very they have a very heightened awareness to like their partner's mood and like they're those are the people like me who are over analyzing every text they're See, like I feel like that's a lot of women I've come in contact it with is. yeah it is and the well the big the most interesting thing about this book is that they find that the anxious people usually wind up dating the avoidant people it's called the anxious avoidant trap. Okay, so the so the people that are like, "What the fuck is going on? Who is this person? Why don't they like me? I right. need them to like me." Are dating the people that are like, "Stay Relax, away." Like this I is can't, going too I, fast. Too fast. Right. <laughs> See, I, I just listening to the description of the three, like I'm in my head being like, you know, we all personalize. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I would consider myself um, avoidant secure in the beginning okay. avoidant well the avoidant people are secure in the beginning but then things get too intimate and they're like i need more space i need you to back up and those are people who are more likely to say things like all women are like this all men are like that it doesn't have to sure. not just men are avoiding there are women who are avoiding too there are men who are anxious i've, there met, are women I, who are anxious. I've, met, I've definitely met women in my life who have been right. avoidant and you can tell like they're just like uh, I, this is too much but right. then i've had like people that are avoidant and then all of a sudden they turn into the like. Can you switch? Well, you can switch, but not like within the course of one re- relate. One a relationship can make you more a certain way. So if you're if you're anxious, you should date a secure person because if you don't, you're just going to perpetually be unhappy. Which is mm. like this. But usually the anxious people and the avoidant people wind up dating each other because. Basically, they wind up dating each other because they both sort of like reaffirm what the other is like already thinking. Interesting. So the anxious person is like, this person's going to leave me. This person's going to leave me. And then like tries to like cling on to the avoidant person. And the avoidant person's like, oh, yeah, everyone like wants to just like be clinging on to me and I need to like get away. Yeah. Right. But the anxious person and the avoidant person should both be dating this 50% of the population who are secures. Well, it's, it, it you know, like something like this sounds to me like, there can only be one crazy in the relationship. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, that's kind of you know what that's I mean. Kind of like the, the secures just sound the, like people right. that are like, "Yeah, I'm good with my life. I don't really need the ego stroke of a thousand girls coming after me. I don't need right. to know if someone likes me. I'm pretty good on my own." Like right. it doesn't. Well, they're just people. They're also like what it says, and I'm paraphrasing the book. Yeah, I'm me making this up. Is that the secure people kind of feel like I like I'm? It's my given that people are going to be like loving and nice and like respectful sure. right and if they're not it's not because of me which is anxious people are like 
I need, if I didn't, they're like hyperanalyzing thing. What did I do to make this person go away? What did I do to make this person stop texting me or ghost me or do whatever? And the, and the secure person, when this happens, this happens to everyone. It doesn't just yeah. happen to the anxious people. When it happens, the secure people are like, okay, I'm going to move on. Cause like, there's something wrong with this person. There's something yeah. wrong with me. Well, that's also a lot of the advice that we've given out right. on this which show, which is, is in like, line with that. Yeah. Which is basically like, you're, you're you, it's, mm. uh, this isn't the person that's going to work out for you, but there'll be another person. Right. And it's, it's, I and understand you should, that. You should be like interpreting someone's actions based on like, are they working for you? Not like, what am I doing to fit into this person to make think, this person like me? Do you think this book, I mean, like for people at home listening, like mm-hmm. we have a lot, we have, we, we have everybody listening, anxious, right. secure and avoidant. We right. have all those people listening right now. Does this book like tell you to like change into the secure person? It, or? Gives, it gives you a lot of tips is to, into how to change into the secure person. The best way, if you're dating a secure person, you become more secure. Interesting. Because like they basically like the whole idea behind attachment theory is that if you that dependency is like not a bad thing. Like some a lot of people think of like being dependent on someone is like a bad thing. Self-reliance, independence is like the most important thing. Like be on your own. But that's not really the case. Like we're humans. We're social. We're like... I say this all the we're time. We're meant to be attached to people. I, I, I used to go to these like weddings mm-hmm. and like, you know, um, ever, like I'd be the single guy at the wedding. Right. So I prepare for it like the day before. And then like I would forget like cufflinks. And all right. my buddies would be like, oh, Freed does it again. Mr. Lute does it not ready. Like, they would all give me shit. Right. But they were all in relationships. So they had someone like, there yeah, watching you've them. You've had a fucking person hucking you for, <laughs> for a month about make sure you have the cufflinks. We're going to that wedding. Get the hotel. Do this. And I'm a single mom. Right. I'm You've only got, taking care of me. two jobs. Two jobs. Just to put food on the table for yourself. Drinking for two. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, but I'm saying like, it was always. Drinking in, for two. I love that. It was Imagine always. Imagine a pregnant woman wearing that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Betcha shirt. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know how it would go with people, but I, you know, I think that's funny. Um, yeah, but I'm saying like it was a lot of times where, and then I read about this thing called like the shared brain, right? Where like when you date with somebody, when you get into a relationship, there's information that you're storing in the person you're with's brain, right? When you get to know someone, when you get to know yeah. someone, so like 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 if you and your boyfriend, mm-hmm. he's remembering things for you that you are like that's his territory. Right. And like the, when people are like, well, I'm independent, I'm this. And it's like nothing is right. black or white. Nothing is. In, 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 you got with, the other person's back. The other right. person's yeah. back. And right. like, it's OK to give yourself to that, knowing that that's just a normal thing. I think like we, a lot of times with dating and I think with this book, like when you're explaining it to me, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's OK to be you. And it's also OK to be like, yeah, I'm not good at everything. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm shitty at this one thing. Take a look in the mirror. I'm just not going to be the person that remembers the cufflinks. I need to find someone Someone who's your, who's who's, yeah, who can be the storage bin for the shit. I don't want to think about. And also like another thing, which even goes even deeper than the cufflinks is just someone to kind of like protect you against like the, the harms of the world, like a secure, like they describe like, like what your mother should be as a child is like sort of like this safe haven, so you yeah. can go out and ex- like if your mom did a good job, she's like sort of, <laughs> this is so funny. Essentially, this is so funny that we're this, someone might be listening to me like mom fucked up. She kind of did yeah. in some ways, but it's like <laughs> my mom's shirt fucked up. up. Wrong. I mean, I'm like anxious as shit. But my mom, but like um, the, your mom is supposed to be like the secure base, and if sure. you have like because like I can now go play and like explore things and try new things and like 
be the best in my career or whatever it is I am because I feel like there's like this secure anchor waiting for me. And the idea behind like a solid relationship is that that's really what it is. Like I can go out and do whatever and take risks and explore and do things because I know that like at the end of the day, there's there's like a base of someone who can come. So we all are just looking for our mom. Is what what this book? Well, you're looking for someone to to like you said, kind of take care of you, but also not even not really just take care of you, but just to make you feel like they're always available to you, so you can feel secure to go out and take risk. It's not so that you could be clingy; it's so that you can feel like, okay, I don't have to worry about like my security. I mean, I mean, all this like. My mom, I, I have to like remind her that okay. I'm 33 years old. Like I had, like there's moments in my life, you know, like, like my apartment gets hot. Mm-hmm. Every time I call her, she'll go, did you put the blinds down? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what, what, what if I didn't do, who, you know, this is like every time the blinds down. Then I'll say, I'm going, yeah, I'm going to San Antonio. I, I don't know. Rain, I've heard there's, there's a, a lot of weather. There's, there's a lot of weather. There. <laughs> there's a lot funny. of weather, and I'm like, okay. But it's interesting that like that'll never end. Yeah, that's just what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just you know. It's funny. My dad is more like that. Really. My mom is the opposite. If I, I had a in college, my freshman year, I had a single. It's like a single. I had a single. I had no roommate freshman year. Who, who does that? I got off the wait list. Okay. Okay. I got into Cornell. I mean, like Andy Bernard. I, I, got I, got into, I got into Cornell off the wait list. I got you. Okay. This makes more sense. So <laughs> I had my year alone. I had my own room. My own room. Hey, roommate. Right. My, uh, no, nobody. My mom calls me in like February. She's like, how's everything? How's, how's your roommate? I'm like, mom. That. In her defense, she has a, she, has eight, she has eight kids. So I get how she might. I just like, was like the complete hands off total opposite. I just like that your mom yeah. was like, "All right, this kid's in college, just She's going to going to college convo." Yeah, how's the roommate? The how's stock, econ one hundred and one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. She just went into like the whole like, "How are the prereqs?" Basically, yeah. Not even didn't even cross her mind that I had never mentioned one and didn't have one. But it's funny how. Uh, do you, so Thanks, you, mom. Now I'm <laughs> now I'm all anxious. This this would turned into the blame my mom podcast. Basically, what, that's the episode. Do you think, you know, like like can we realize these issues? Like you right. you you're talking about your mom mm-hmm. in an open and honest way. Right. Have you seen this in yourself? And you're like, I'm the anxious person. But now you have a boyfriend. You're like give into it like do you like right. have moments where you're like you have to do strategies i think yeah i think he's make, given me de- definitely like this is one of the healthiest relationship i've been in mm. um not that it's perfect because no relationship is but um the what they say about this this uh in this book is that a lot of the times these again like the anxious people don't really date secure people because they find them boring wow they find that they're like, oh, like that's truly fucked up. He's like, oh, it's, I mean, but yeah, I think it's true because like I can think back to like other guys that I've dated who were just like consistently responsive and like nice and like, um, well, I mean, and, like available. And I was just like, this guy is like, there's no drama here. I'm not like, I'm not like on this emotional roller coaster of like, did he text me? Did he not? Well, it's interesting. Like, I mean, like not to be too graphic, but like yeah. that's the difference between like uh, being wet and being not. Right, right. Well, that's, you know, like, as a younger person, yeah. that was my idea. I like the you know, sex is better when I'm not sure if they're going to call the next day. Sure, it's like so much more exciting. We're jumping off the cliff, right? But the older you get, I think, the more you're like, okay, this. It's kind of like why you you're more likely to your insurance rates are higher when you're under 25 because you're just more likely to drive recklessly. You're more likely to drive fast. You're more likely to like not give a shit. Hilarious reason. <laughs> Hilarious way to rationalize right. wa- a walk of shame. And then you get, and then you get <laughs> this older. is why the insurance is. Uh, 
up. I get it. I'm just acting exactly. how the insurance it's company in thought. Nature. Yeah, you're walking right. home with your shoes in your hand. You're like, you know, State Farm knew it. Right. <laughs> But yeah, it's like kind of like the older you get, the more you're like reprioritizing. I think that's why a lot totally. of people like. Also, like what it. makes you hot gets different. Right. It, it, you go from like, oh, this guy never calls to like, it's this so guy exciting. has a job he has to go to. Ooh, right. this is hot. Right. Or this guy is like consistently available when I need him. Like that's like, did you, that's like exciting. Did you watch the Bachelorette finale? I did. So there, did, there was a scene where I tweeted about it, but it was... Um, she said I liked your hair extensions tweet I thought that was very funny well it was very noticeable yeah even to was, me who doesn't know terribly, that terribly yeah. awful I was like if you noticed it's not just me <laughs> yeah, yeah it was out there I mean it looked like she was wearing like another thing like whatever so um but she said two things she was like you're the male version of me right and then there was another thing I can't really remember but I, she, yeah I remember you saying that it was like you're the male version of me not good like maybe like in touch with your emotions or something. Yeah, it was like, and then it's like that's not good. I thought that was like kind of fucked up. The thing that she said about like, what if our kid is sick? Like you're not gonna be able to handle it. Did she say that? that? She was like, I was just worried that we were too similar. That like, if yeah, there was a problem too, that yeah. arose, like a sick child or something, like it would like you. I I didn't know how you would be like reacting. Maybe what because he's like a fucked up way to. It right? just shows that's not you like giving. That's like a terrible version of honesty. Well, it sucks to have to give an answer for why it ended to mm. a national TV audience because right. that's a bullshit answer. Like, yeah, you, how he's gonna react to a sick kid? What he's gonna look at your sick kid and go? <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about it, kid. Like, right. like, he's, gonna, like he's, he's gonna handle it. I think it. that that was her like impression of he's like too emotional. Was that what she was trying to say, or like not stable enough for her? Not like the strong, like reserved, stable guy. She was just more into the other guy. Yeah, she should have just said that. Just she was just him. like, I really just want to be with a white nationalist. <laughs> In my heart of hearts, that's what it just came down <laughs> to. Yeah, <laughs> that's really all I want. I but just you, felt like you were too lenient on um, immigration policy. <laughs> yeah, this is not where I could be. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but I, it was interesting to hear her be like, you know, to say these things that you would think mm -hmm. are what attracts you. So, oh, they're like the male version of me. They, they're they too in touch with their emotions. You're like, that. those were like not good. And it's right. like, and then it's like good is like. Uh, personality of a stool. It's like exactly. you don't like, know like, what quiet. Like <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I was not into her choice either. I wasn't into her this whole season. She yeah. stunk. She was a pity pick. I mean, I mean, not to get into a different. This is a right. whole other podcast. This is a different podcast. <laughs> so, but, um, <laughs> but it has to do with the idea that you know when you choose someone, you you know you have to realize when you're choosing for adventure. Right. When you're choosing for the right person, when you're choosing just to have anybody. Right. And I think a book like this and like and also like taking the moment to just not say this is to say this is everyone else's fault but my own. Right. And it, this. Yeah. And like you said, like you were saying, like, what can you do to change? So apparently yeah. like one in four people can change their attachment style over the course of like four years or something like that. I mean, it's. I realize with myself all the time, like, and I like. Do you just, identify as any of these? I think I identify as secure and um, avoidant. Avoidant, both okay. of those at certain different at different stages at different right. stages in the relationship. Like, there's people that I've been with that I'm like, I could see where it could have kept going, mm -hmm. but I don't ever regret that it didn't keep going. You're never, you're never like longing for someone from the past. I don't really have in an, that in a way that's larger than sex. In a way that's large, I don't. Right. I, I've, yeah, I don't. Because that's something that avoiding people tend to like. They sort of like idealize their exes. Okay. 
And they think of it's like they call it the Phantom X. Like I know people my, like right. Those. My ex was like so amazing. I can't believe like I let it. And then they they're always comparing them to the person they're with now. Yeah. And they're very cr- hypercritical of who they're with. Like the long the more intimate it becomes, the more like faults they see in their partner. That's so tough to be in that relationship, right? Like, Which is what those like really toxic relationships are yeah. usually these like anxious avoidant mixes where the person just kind of keeps trying to like they become like a the anxious person becomes like a psychopath because yeah. they can't figure out how to like make this. Avoidant person more intimate and close with them. Yeah, I, I, it's. Uh, I mean, obviously, this stuff is tough. That's why this podcast is here, right? Um, it's, but it's also like you know, it, it, I, I keep growing older, single, and I'm like, it's, it's interesting as you get older, you're like, well, these are things that I do. Right, you know, like you get more and more. Like I, I once was like, I was thinking this about is I was who like, I am. This is, I was sitting once. Uh, I don't know if I've said this with you, but I. I was sitting once eating dinner with my headphones on, listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. And because I, you know, not, I don't listen to this one. I mean, but <laughs> no, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So right. I, but when I go to eat like alone, I'll put on a podcast and I'll just sit there. And I was sitting next to like a family and like the dad was like helping the kid and the mom was helping the other kid and they're all sitting there. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to have to wear, not wear headphones. At some oh my point. God. That's so funny. What I was thinking when you were saying that was like, that's so amazing. Like, what a team. No. In my mind, what I was a, like, what a team. How Teamwork. am I going to work out listening to my podcast during dinner? Right. With these fucking three idiots sitting there. Oh, my God. But, you it's know so funny I mean? the way our brains work. I'm like, I, I just hope that's me one day. Uh, I, I, I did. Well, that's the thing. There is a part of me that hopes that's me. But then another part of me, I'm like, I've already gotten used to this whole I schedule. I could just see your kids like not like tugging at your shirt. Like, yeah. Dad, please play Listen, with me. Stop it. They're talking I'm about hungry. fucking. <laughs> I'll get you your soup. Hold on, yeah, come it's on. Almost done. There's it's almost, almost done. there's like two minutes left. They're doing a they're doing a right uh, down this promo code. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You want to do some emails? Let's do some emails. Let's okay. do it. Uh, UUP at betches dot com. UUP at betches dot com. And if you want the book that I just mentioned, it's called Attached Again by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. And, and listen comes with I went and looked at stellar reviews people love this book I mean the idea of just looking in the mirror and then being like mom you fucked this up it's always fun <laughs> it's, it's always, always fun, fun to blame someone else yeah, for yeah, your yeah. issues and, but also like right. understanding like you are you that's right. what you are like there's a certain age where it's like you're done kid Right. And you, you got to like learn, you got to work with what you you have. And sort, and again, this book will tell you like good, like a ways to like effectively communicate so that you don't become yes. a crazy person. You can only self-improve so much. Right. That's, I mean, it, I, I listen, I'm trying to like eat better your and needs are not your drink. Needs and I'm like, this is what I, and your needs are your needs. Right. So like, you, you know, it's okay to go, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. This is the bed that's been made. It's a little fucked up, <laughs> but someone's got to sleep in it. Exactly. And that's okay to say. And I think like a book like this and like, you know, the conversation we just had, like with looking at it and going, oh, I relate to that. I, I don't know. There's some motivational people out there that bother me. Right. In like an out of body way, because it's like they're making money off of this. They, they all they do is now the, the new motivational thing is where they'll use swear words. So now they're real. Now they're cool. Now they're cool. They're, they drop the F-bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the Tony Robbins that your dad didn't know. You right. know, like, and it's like, dude. I get it. Yeah. You had rich parents and now you can go on Instagram and tell people how to fucking live their lives because you started with a you know a pot of money. Right. You, you know, like it's okay. No, but, I agree. This book is not like that. These people aren't Instagram stars. No, this is an MD. 
exactly all right that's my favorite line if you like us kind of reading these other books or i'll read them i'll just explain them to jared yeah and you want us to do more of more of that of that kind of recommendation stuff let us know if you think you're if you're bored as shit and you don't want us to do it also let us know that's uup at betches.com yeah we'll listen to your shit um that's my favorite line from meet the parents is what when the when the dad of the other guy's dad goes md <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Dr. Bob. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Bob. MD. MD. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. my favorite line. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune luckily i found quince now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Uh, let's do the weird sexual, sexual experience. Let's do it. Dear J Squared, my friend showed me your podcast on a road trip recently. I've been a huge fan ever since. I have a weird story about a sexual experience that I had, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. So I spent the summer interning in New York, but I didn't know a lot of people there, so I turned to Tinder Tinder, to try and meet people. Okay. Can I stop the email right now? Is that a bad idea? It bothers me. Let's not... I, I think Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, whatever dating app you're going to go on. Just own it. Own it. Own Stop it. with okay. the I'm here Here's to meet people. Right. These are the craziest people to me. Right. Not to thank you for writing in. But like these are the fucking assholes because they're trying to say they're better than the regular people. On the app. This is what bothers me. And any 
anytime you disagree with them, you would sound crazy. Right. Like if someone was like, yeah, I just went on Tinder to meet people. And you were like, that's not what it's for. Just looking for friends. Yeah, looking for friends. No, 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 no. We are not here looking for friends. And it's, I think all these dating apps, yes, there's, it's vague on what people are looking for. Fucking relationship, uh, anywhere in between friends with, whatever that Mm -hmm. is, that's fine. Let it be vague, but let it be vague in the context of I'm here to find someone to French kiss. Right. At the very least. With tongue. With tongue. So... Is that, go you, on these is, is that your bio? That is my bio. To- looking for tongue. <laughs> looking for t- <laughs> looking for that tongue. <laughs> and um, maybe more. <laughs> that, that's what I that's what I say when I go into the Jewish deli. I'd like some tongue. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very um. inside joke. I uh, but I'm saying this bothers me. Do you, you ever see those bios that are like, just here for friends and maybe some more? And it's like, yeah. fuck off. Like no one wants your friendship. No, no, no. I'm done. Right. I've made my friends. Exactly. I don't need more. You don't have enough friends. You're like you're like 28 years old. Get, go to a fucking book club. Right. <laughs> so, okay. That's not what this is here for. No, we're Sorry. here to fuck. No. So uh, I met a guy who was super handsome and wanted to meet up. We went on a few dates. Like, what's he think? Like, he's on these few dates thinking like, well, is this a friend? You know, like, I don't she, know. I don't know. Do you think she put that in her bio? I think anyone that says I turned to Tinder to try and meet people is... You don't, I've you, seen like, that bio before. Not like date people, right? I just hate that bio because it's a lie. Um, and then you can't disagree with the lie because you're the asshole. Right. You're starting shit then. I'm just, well, you're the animal. Mm-hmm. They put you in the position to be the animal. Oh, you got everybody you meet, you got to fuck? No, that's not what I'm saying. I came on a dating app to meet people to try and fuck. Right. So, We're just refining the bios. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Oh. So I met a guy who was super handsome, wanted to meet up. We went on a few dates. And then one day after work, I was hanging out at his apartment when we started hooking up. One thing led to another. We were about to have sex. I was on top with my clothes off, but he still had his pants on. Okay, we're already weird. Okay. We were kissing, and then all of a sudden, he unzipped his pants strategically when I couldn't see down there because my face was up by his. I get it. Mm. He quickly put a condom on and I kept kissing him. But then I opened my eyes and when I heard him started... But then I opened my eyes when I heard him started making noises. It looked like he was having sex, but (laughs) I didn't feel a thing down there. Uh Uh-oh. I was so confused and felt his body against mine, realized, oh my God, we are having sex. Indeed. (laughs) 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 Oh, that is sex. Uh, I started to panic because I couldn't feel his penis. What the fuck was happening right now? It lasted all of 10 seconds. Okay, let's not be judgy. Uh, then he pulled his <laughs> pa- <laughs> then he pulled his pants up back up while I was on top of him. Got out from under me, went to the bathroom. He left me in his bedroom with the door wide open, completely naked. His roommate was out there, so I had to run and close the door. Oh, he must have been in a rush. Uh, He came back in a minute or two later, acted completely normal. I asked if he was okay. That was weird. And he ran out in a hurry, leaving the door wide open. He acted like nothing was wrong, so I made up an excuse and left. Ooh, this sounds like the worst post-sex experience. I honestly think he had a micro penis. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was so small, I couldn't even feel it. Oh my I God. feel like he was so embarrassed about it that uh, he orchestrated the entire encounter so that I would never have to see it and so that it would, would never confirm its existence. <laughs> Unicorn. <laughs> I, I almost saw the Vol- micro penis. Voldemort. <laughs> <There> was, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've experienced the, the micro penis. <laughs> yeah, this is. Oh, I thought I Confirm felt its presence. I, <laughs> I tried to take a picture, but it was too quick. Uh, I feel like it was a phantom penis that I never saw. I don't know if it even exists, but I was haunted by it for a daunting 10 seconds. He continued to text me after that, but it got weird fast. He started asking me for nudes. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He wants to fucking touch himself at home. Uh, I had contact at that point, but I can't help but think he should tell women what's up down there and talk about it so he's not such a weirdo actually believing that I didn't notice he had a micropenis or just choosing to ignore it altogether. Excited to hear what you both think. Sincerely, haunted by the phantom penis. I like the phantom penis. I do a, like as that. As a name for this one. The phantom penis? Yes. The phantom micro. <laughs> Sounds like a, a horror the fa- movie. The phantom thimble? My, micro? Yeah. The, the, my. Do you know anyone with a micropenis? I don't. That has um, told you. I had no one's told me. Mm-hmm. I know friends who have had friends. <laughs> like <laughs> this fa- is that's the, why it's the Loch Ness. Yeah, <laughs> the micro penis is one of those things I didn't know. It is not talked about. No one's taking a to selfie me, with it. To me, right. that's. I mean, to me, and I don't want to sound like I don't want to offend people. Mm-hmm. Like I hope this doesn't offend. To me, you should get a handicap sticker. On the car, if you have a micropenis. Just based on the importance of penis size in society and what that does and how you're brought up as a man. And like, you know, because have you seen a a micropenis? Have you seen one? No, have you? You I Googled it? it. What does it look like? It's wild. It's how micro is it? I mean, Google right now. You need to like, I mean, like, okay. while I vamp a little bit, you need to, and everyone right now, no, 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 and then we have 400,000 um, people Googling, Googling micropenis. I, I, I like, uh, I don't really want to see it, but I do want to see it. That was kind of where Googled, I Googled, okay, I've, I've dated a lot of Jews and I Googled like for, like a penis with foreskin. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no offense. I've seen the penis with foreskin. There's way people with that than obviously the micropenis, but that was also a little traumatic for me. We need, the, ooh. Let me see what you found. It's like it's a debil it's a disability. Like it, it looks it, like it looks like a baby's penis. Yeah, it's wild. Right? And it's like I can't even believe that guy posed for that picture for science. His face is cut off. Like if they were yeah, of course mine I think would it's be like too. like under 3 inches hard or something. You know why I looked up micro penis because I was like maybe I have one and I didn't even know it this whole time. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, just I because feel like I, you would know. Right? Well, I don't know what's micro to people. Right. What's big? What's yeah. small? We don't know. Right. The penis. This is a good discussion for us to have. Penis mm. size. Don't guys see each other penises like in the uh, well, locker room or something? You know, there's such a thing as a never nude. Right. People that just never like, get. I only naked. know about the one from Arrested Development. Well, that's <laughs> like a real thing. Like there was a guy in my fraternity, t-shirt with the towel on. It was as if he was like, you know, he's modest. My, <laughs> I mean, I'm walking around. I grew up there in a naked people. You grew up in a naked house. I'm in a naked house. Okay. My dad. So I mean, your, what does your mom do? Penis everywhere. She's clothed. It's three right. boys. Your dad can be. That's that's nice. To ha- that's the good thing about the same sex gender is you can be like more naked. Yeah. Well, when it's three, when it's my brother, right, my dad, three and one. I. Yeah. My mom's seen it all. Like I'm not like in my. You know, I'm 33. I'm not like going home <laughs> and be like naked time. Oh, home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> So is penis. Yeah, 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 that would be a little weird. Yeah, but like yeah. at a certain age, okay. 
I mean, my dad. I grew up in a very co co-ed home. We were there was there was no nakedness. None, none whatsoever. Well, I mean, I have a lot of sisters, but I also have a lot of brothers. It's weird. So, so no one yeah. like you haven't seen your brother naked. No, I don't even know. Not. I know I'm that's sure a weird I have question. When I was like a very young child yeah, in the not, bathtub. Okay, yeah, but I mean, for me. Like naked was just like kind of like no, you know, that makes sense. Like yeah. locker room, mm-hmm. I'm you're, fi- you're like towel just, over the shoulder. Okay, like I'm walking around. This is a locker room. Yeah, I know girls like that too. I'm like locker room. They're on you're on you're sharing a hotel room. Their Shh. boobs are just out. Um, What's interesting is I'm I respect a big... it. I wish I like could do it. I'm just like a little. I just always feel a little weird. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's weird. I mean, like, it's not like I'm not like it, the weird part is like I'm a naked person, but then I'm like, there's moments like after sex. I told, I said on this, I was like, I'll put Covering on, your penis. I'll, yeah, I'll put, I'll put shorts on after sex because I'm just like it needs to be put away for a second. You know, right. I need, I need some, I need a moment to itself. I, I but I, it's been I, through a lot. It's been through a lot. It's done a lot of work. You know, it, you know, a minute and a half. That's a tough time. <laughs> so I, but with the penis size thing. This micro penis thing, like I, it's like a new thing that has been out there. Have you heard of anyone hooking up with a, a guy with a micro penis? Not like personally. I've only like friend of friend. But this right, is yeah. this is the thing. It's this the is phantom, a, a phantom, phantom penis. penis. We know they're out there. Like I, I wouldn't wish. Like if my kid had that, how would you like, deal? I think. How do you? Because the world can right you still now. Have sex and like this the, guy did. You just let's, get let's someone with a very small vagina. <laughs> I mean, you and would really a, have to be. <laughs> that's a small vagina. It's a small vagina. Um, so that they could feel. I don't know. That's a definitely tough. I don't think this guy. If this is if this is what this guy has, I don't think he's dealing with it correctly. I mean, I mean, this girl doesn't have a lot of empathy for him in the way because she, she doesn't know, right? You, I know, I you know might the way not be it able happened. to have a ton of one night stands if you have a micro penis. Your life might be drastically <laughs> altered in that way, where you might have to get to know someone, trust them, and then, like any other kind of like weird negative thing in your life. Yeah, you well, might just have to like get to know someone, like have like a really actual like intimate relationship, and then tell them about this. Well, this is why I, you know, I I called it a disability because this person's life is different. Right. Like they have to, you know. I mean, I used to say that about my like frizzy, curly Jewish hair. Yeah, you but... should get a sticker too. <laughs> right. Well, you should be we able should to park. Get... I should... <laughs> these these stickers need to be my given out a little more freely. Frizzy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? You, you shouldn't have to walk all the way across the parking lot. And, exactly. You know, risk a, it's a genetic thing. And risk a Becca sister situation. <laughs> Exactly. I, 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 but the thing is, I, 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 like this guy, like, let's say he's young and he's like, this was like, I'm never doing that again. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's afforded a try at a one night stand. Sure. In whatever in way. Which he can learn, his, learn that you're not in that game. Right. Maybe he doesn't know he has my, oh, he must know because he, he doesn't he know. tried to hide it. Right. Yeah. He knows. He's not happy with it. I mean, but then why why not just be I think because people with disabilities or people who go through some shit are usually more like empathic and sensitive and like sweeter. This guy doesn't he's asking for nudes like listen, you got something to deal with like let's deal with it. And that's I, not like cover it up and ask have for you ever seen a woman boobs. react to the idea of a micro penis. I it think is if horrifying. I was, I think if I was dating someone for a bit and I really liked them and they told me that I could deal with it. You could? I think so. I think if like if if I had grown to really like the person first and I felt like, like women are not as, 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 as mean. And listen, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm here to say men are disgusting, right? Micro penis is not one of those there things. Women are like, 
on like our a very understanding about well, it's very societally stigmatized but i'm yes. sure like if you have it and you know the correct way to deal with it and like and you're a really good person other maybe it's made you more like empathic or sympathetic than the normal person or more down to earth or more whatever like and that's a quality that came from having some sort of setback not unlike and many others um, but there were plenty of women who date men with like erectile dysfunction sure. or like other kind of sexual issues or men, men who are paralyzed from the waist down have wives. Like that's yeah. not like a, I, I hear it. I hear it. I yeah. think like even like, I think those guys are given way more. <laughs> um, <laughs> those guys get the sticker. I yes. think, yeah. Those guys get the sticker one and they're given way more of a, of an opportunity than small penis guys. I think small right. penis guy doesn't get enough empathy from the other side it's all anytime you hear and i listen i i'm not saying this without realizing how gross men are okay and the way we talk about women i'm saying mm-hmm. that with full understanding about how men have been horrific animals okay understanding that okay two taking, wrongs taking don't make all a, that into taking all that into consideration two wrongs don't make a right right so for the guys with small penises, you hear women talk about like, ah, never, <laughs> like, and 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 they're open about it. Like they're never like like even the way this girl asked the question. He continued to text me, but it got weird fast. I ended contact at that point, but I can't help but think he should tell all women what's down there. Yeah, he should wear Hester Prynne. Right. He <laughs> should have to. He should have to stand by the highway with a sign that yes. says I had a micro penis and I didn't tell anyone. Yeah, like what's he supposed to do? Right. You know, I think like, I'm. I'm Think. Here's what he's. If I'm this I'd guy, be get re- I'd get really good I'd at conolingus. I'd get a, be, I'd get really good at that. <laughs> I'd be like a very good boyfriend in other ways. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I think that there's plenty of girls who sex is not that important to them, or that, or like vaginal sex isn't that important to them, and they would be fine. Listen, just I, like any other kind of fucked up thing that you're dealing with. Yeah, but the, the, you, you have to you, listen. When you lose your sight, you gotta you get Look better for smell. A petite girl, yeah, yeah, petite girls. <laughs> I, I I feel for him because just the way she asked that question was like, he should tell women what's up down there. It's like that is I, so personal. Okay, I agree. I agree with that in the sense of like he shouldn't do it the way should, he did. Right, it. he shouldn't just be like blindly trying to have sex with like random women and w- women, women, and not. Uh, and not telling them what the deal like sure. what the deal is. The like, way he did it was if you, wrong. If you had sex with someone and they turned out to have a penis, wouldn't you want to know beforehand? Yeah, I'd, like, I'd want to know. <laughs> it's like I'm saying, it's like it's not the same. How big? But it's like, no, but I, <laughs> it's not the same scenario. But it's kind of like if you're if you're operating on a system that you know the person has no idea about and is not the norm. Like, doesn't mean it's necessarily like a terrible thing. Just give them a heads up. Well, then it makes here, it less weird. Here's my other question: What? At what inch do you have to say something? When it's, I don't know, isn't it like a medical thing, the micro penis? Well, if you're diagnosed as micro. It's like, I guess it's like being a little person. Like there's some sort of scientific. Right. You don't have to like explain dis- yourself if you're like a five, four guy, but you might if you're like four, four eleven. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Or, but that's self explanatory. You see someone who's a little person and you're like, okay, I'm attracted or not attracted. Right. This is below the pants. That's why I think that requires more disclosure. But let's say, let's say, let's say this guy handled it in the only way that I could think to handle it. Like, okay. let's say they go back to his apartment and he's making out with her. And then all of a sudden he goes, listen, I got to stop this makeout. Um, I just want to let you know, like, I have a micro penis. 
Oh. <laughs> See, we can't even say it without laughing. Well, so you're saying it. You're really I, smiling when you say it. So it's, it's, it's making it funny. Right. Listen. This is why the micro penis guys won't say it because we're laughing. Because we're laughing. But I'm saying this is just we're natural. To the stigma. When you smell a steak, you salivate. When you talk about micro penis, it just goes into f- into right. fun- well, funny land for I'm, some reason. I'm him. I'm not having a ton of white night stands. I'm having more like relationships where I become comfortable enough yeah. with the person that I feel able to tell them those things. Yeah, and I think well, it's interesting because it's like very sign of the times. Mm-hmm. Like everyone thinks that they should have a fair everything. Right. <laughs> you know, like, like, I don't know. I can, I'm allowed to have a one night uh, yeah. stand. I don't care. I am who I am. No. It's like, no. Maybe that's not like your lot in life. You're not, you're not gonna, we, we all have our things. Yeah. You so know, you can have a, you can have an intimate relationship. I'm not going to be a 32 waist. You're not going to have a regular condom. Right. <laughs> you know, you're like, going to have to get you, something smaller dime bag. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is stigmatizing. This isn't nice. No, it's so. <laughs> Listen, I like so I'm I'm making out and I go. So I gotta tell you something. My penis is kind of small. Like, how are you coming right. back to that? I wouldn't tell them in the midst of a makeout. That's what I'm saying. Like, You're I doing wouldn't... it at drinks. I'm not having sex with, if I have a micro penis and I'm a guy. I'm not I'm not trying to get laid every but single time. But let's say this guy's a secure in the attachment okay. attached. Yeah. He's right. a secure guy. Okay. So he's in the secure okay. group. If he's a secure and he's, guy, and he's like, "This is what I am." Right. You either take it or leave it. Fine. You guys go for drinks. You have the best time. Yeah. You get I back, tell, yeah, make I'm, out, and I'm like, "No, I'm telling him." Then I'm telling her over drinks. I'm going to say, "Hey, like I'm having a really good time. This is where they're about to have sex." I but that's I wouldn't have sex on the first date. If I'm if I'm micro penis guy, I'm not having sex on the first date. On the third date, once I get this girl's, I already know she's into me. She likes me. So now you're on third date. Let's say we get to there. I'm on the third date. Third date, I'm not wasting so much of your time that you're not interested. And like, I've also like trust you a little bit more than I do if I just met you on the first date. Okay, and I go and I go. I have a small penis. Right. And then your next question is going to be how small. Right. Yeah. And then you say, well, it's actually a guy with condition. It's called like, it's called a micro penis. I'm sure there's a more technical, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a more technological, whatever, whatever the the, fucking medical term. Well, he's going to say micro penis. I'm sure there's a fucking medical term for it that doesn't, it's not micro penis. It's like, I'm just sure there is. I got a, I got an MP. I'm going to explain. Market price. Yeah. If I'm secure, I'm going to say, this is what I have. Like it's, it's a little bit of a struggle. It's a little bit of a struggle (laughs) for me. Um, but I really like you and like, I'm really interested. I get if you're, if like, if you're not anymore, it's totally fine. I just want to let you know where I'm coming from. And I really liked you and I would love to be intimate with you, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. So I'm you weren't like surprised. And, and let me, and let me assure you, it's going to be shocking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would, I would a, always say that if I were him. It looks like having sex. It looks like you'd be having sex with like a, like a baby boy. That is such an <laughs> awful way to put it. From the pictures, Fine. the pictures, it kind of just looks like. Have you ever seen a like a, at that point? If I was that dude, have you ever seen like a baby, a baby boy? I, I, I yeah, I've seen a baby penis. I, I mean, that could right. be. I'm just, I hope I'm, no one cuts this up have, to make I'm, me sound I'm like saying, I'm fucking Jerry Sandusky. I, I have nephews. Like I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've seen, been to a, I've been to a little, It's kind of what it looks like with like probably I assume more hair. If I was this dude, I would literally as I'm telling her about my my micro penis i'd be tying a straw in a knot with my tongue and i go it's gonna be shocking and then i would I'm, spit out the straw and i go i'm happy to help you in other ways but check out this double knot <laughs> let's do some more emails anyway that would that's my advice to phantom micro man listen right. someone should be laughing on the treadmill right now from that conversation they should go because I, I think i'm, I'm dying <laughs>
Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do the next okay, one. Okay, let's do the next one. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, Jared and Jordana. My boss got me hooked on your show. Huge fan. A question for your nice sh- boss for your show. I've been dating this guy for four months now and things have been going great. I got invited um, to one of our former co-workers to, to my former co-worker's wedding We were really close friends at work I was offered a plus one And decided to invite the guy I'm seeing I don't know many other people at the wedding So I didn't think it would be a high stress situation for him For example, he doesn't he isn't meeting my family Or meeting my, my larger group of, of longtime friends When I asked him two months before the wedding He said, uh-oh <laughs> Is it oh-oh or oh-oh And asked me for some time to think about it And Let me tell the audience She wrote oh-oh oh. But that, it, should be, I would think it's uh oh right? Uh, I don't think he reacted. Like, oh oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both are not good. Right? He asked for some time to think about it, and eventually he declined. Should I don't he think w- he reacted like Santa Claus. <laughs> oh oh oh! <laughs> Should I be worried about our relationship? Does he not see me as long-term relationship material? Sincerely, Laura. Um, oh. 
To put it lightly, he doesn't. You're saying deaf not? Or I, maybe could well, be I too have a soon? rule with weddings. I, I think what she's doing... I don't go with someone I don't like that much. <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> your rule? I don't go... Um, well, two months. She says a guy I've been seeing for four months now. So you four are... Four months is a long time. Yeah, but now you're extending the relationship by half to right. get to this wedding. Okay. He can um, always back out, though. If guys won't... We... This is one of those birthdays. Right. Breakups come before the birthday. Okay. Same thing. We don't get into weddings that we don't know we're going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then you're, you're in till the wedding. So right. if he says yes to this wedding, he's in till then. That's a six months now. They're in a relationship. Now he has a breakup. That's a seven month breakup. That's a different breakup than a four month breakup. I mean, <laughs> so I'm just you think he's it. trying to get like, mm-hmm. like get out of this. I thing. think he's been still on an app. I think he's still out there. He's not I, fully I, into this. Not fully right. into this. But because because if you are fully into something and someone invite, if you're dating someone for four months and they invite mm-hmm. you to a wedding, you're like really excited about it. Yeah, I think. You, you're I either be. in or you're out. Right. I don't think there's there's no in between. Right. Uh, I also have a rule for weddings. I don't know how you feel about this. If you're not in a relationship and it's not out there, you don't bring a plus one. Even if it's a friend that you don't really know, you wouldn't know anyone. I think it's a disrespectful thing to do. They're giving you one. I understand, but uh, I say how you're feeling all the time, and I don't expect you to tell me how you're really feeling. I don't know. I disagree. I think I would go. I I think it's nice to give someone who doesn't know a ton of people. You're not. You're certainly not going to be hanging out with them because you're getting married. What are they supposed to come and just like be by themselves? I think if you're single, you go being single. Well, she. Li- I think. I think what she really wanted to do here is she likes this guy. She wants that to be it. fun. She wanted to bring him. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, and he's Especially not, like when like it's not like again, it's not like her whole family is gonna be there or anything. Well she's, she's clearly not that interested. But the low pressure he isn't meeting my family or meeting a large group of friends is, is she makes that the reason for why it would be fun for him to go. Yeah. But she's totally looking past the fact that this makes them more of a relationship no matter what. Like she's Does avoiding it? Absolutely. If you go to a wedding with someone, you are in something. You're going with them to. You're going as their date to a wedding. Two months from now, right? So, you know, like right. This, this guy sounds for me. I'm not dating anyone for four months that I don't want to date for six months. Just, maybe that's just me. Well, he that's might. Me, he the, may, anxious, well, the, the anxious person. Well, the, also he might have made that decision, and he might have made that decision that six months from now this won't be going on still. Right. Well, but she now should, he's. This been, is a good heads up for her that that's the way he feels. Absolutely. I I, I just think. If you're single, go to the, and I'm, I'm saying this to anyone, like even back, let's say she's just single and she wanted to bring a friend or a guy she liked. I don't use that plus one. You're costing the person money. You, you have a really good opportunity to meet people that you wouldn't have met at this wedding. Go she outside your comfort zone. She doesn't want to meet people. She wants to date this guy. Well, it's fucking over. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's, that goes back to her. Her, her, insane, her question yeah. isn't like, what's the etiquette of bringing well, a plus one? I'm She's giving my what etiquette. She wants to bring a plus one. <laughs> I, I'm mad at her for bringing I this would, guy. I would, if I was in her situation, I would, I would, I would ask the guy I was seeing for four months to come with me to a wedding and two. I would think that like, yeah. great. I don't know anyone. Like I'm ha- like, I'm having a good time with this guy. I see it going somewhere. This is actually a great thing for her to do to test that. Yeah, I mean, she did write, I've been dating this guy for four months and things have been going great. Well, right. Clearly not uh, that great. Surprise, bitch. Uh, If I'm you, I'm dumping this guy and I'm dating a secure person. (laughs) (laughs) Find a guy who's looking for for looking for a relationship and is not playing games and like wants to and is in it 
to to be in a to be with someone. Here's the worst part about this. He asked for some time to think about it, and eventually he declined. How, at that point, he declined the relationship. Right. He didn't. He decline was thinking about whether or not he wants to be with you in, in two months. months. Yeah. So that is how you should have taken it, and don't don't make this small. Is my is kind of the the point that we're both making. I think, right. but like wedding invitations, like you should be thinking that through. You're going to hear some information that you might not want to hear. Right. And that's indicative. That's giving you a symbol about in this book. They in the, in the going back to the book, they talk about like smoking guns in mm. a relationship or things that you should be wary of, uh, wary of. And like one of those things is like the person's like giving you mixed signals. Sure. And this seems like it's going great. It's not going that great if he doesn't yeah. want to come to this wedding. With and he you. knows there's a picture. And it's not because he has something else going on. It's because he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't it. want to go with you. Right. So if I'm you and one of should the I tips. be worried about the relationship? Yeah. <laughs> one of the tips is in the book is effective communication. So what you should say to him is like he said no. And you could say, hey, like. It just wanted to know, like, is there a reason that you don't want to come with me? Do you, are you feeling like you're, you're giving him, give him an opening to tell you how he really feels. And like, you don't have to guess or jump to conclusions. You can be like, what's the deal? Like, do you see this being like a long-term thing or is this just more of a, and you don't make it, you don't have to make it seem like threatening. You could just be like, sure. I'm just wondering where your head's at. It's not just the wedding. Right. That's the moral of the story. It never is. It's never just the wedding. It's not that he doesn't like, he doesn't have a tux. It's not that, whatever excuse a guy has or girl has, this goes both ways, for not coming with you to a wedding, it's because they have to make that decision that you want to be together two months from now. Because wedding dates don't just happen the week before. That's true. And they never, you never just, hey, you should come to this wedding tomorrow. You got RSVP. You got RSVP. You got to make sure that plate gets paid for. Yeah. Okay, and uh, it's they're making a decision about where they see themselves two months from now, not how they feel. You know, not you're, if they want to go to the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of excusable girls are like, "Well, he's just not a dancer," and it's like, "What?" Right. <laughs> no, that's not the case. That's not the case. He likes cocktail food. I think he'll be fine. Huh? Uup at betches dot com. Let's do one more let's email. More. We got we got time here. Yeah, let's do it. Dear Jared and Jordana, I have been I had been seeing this guy for about six weeks and everything was going really well since we were both new to the area. We took things slow and finally slept together for a, after about a month of seeing each other once a week. The same weekend after we did the deed, he had a trip planned for work and I was aware uh, that I was aware of for a few weeks prior. While he was out of town, I got a phone call from him, which was weird because we never spoke on the phone. And (laughs) that's a fun moment (laughs) when you're like, oh, I got to call this person that I've fucked, but never called them before. It's like, this can only be bad. I don't think that's the, it wasn't bad though. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, like, when I, if I got a call... Or it's like now we're on the level where we can, like, oh, FaceTime and chill. I don't know if it works that way. We're, so, we're, we're such opposites And he here. was saying that he missed me, and he was thinking about me. Later that See? night... That's oh, so okay. sweet. So sweet. Later that night, he sent a picture of his dog, which isn't weird because we obsess over our dogs regularly. Dog mom. Oh, they sound exhausting. Uh, and in the background of the photo, I spotted his ex-girlfriend's dog. Just goes to show how much we stalk people. Or how she stupid spotted, he is. She <laughs> spotted the ex-girlfriend's dog. Even yeah. I don't know what my ex's, what my people I'm dating ex's animals look like. 
But yeah, like, that's she, next she level. She has a lot of background information to make that call. Yeah. I brought it up over text later that night, regardless of how stalkerish I sounded. That's good. He's replied ba- practically begging me to let him explain himself. I told him he didn't owe me an explanation because we never discussed being exclusive. He insisted, so uh, and I let him explain. According to him, they were best friends for a while, tried dating, and he just didn't see himself long term with her. He then broke it off and they mutually decided they should remain friends he allegedly chose to stay with her on the trip because stay with her stay with her so he went he was staying with her his ex okay um because she helps out with his dog while he's at work and he doesn't have time have to spend money on a hotel i gave him the hold on he's there for work and he had to bring his dog and he has to pay for the hotel that's another thing. That's that you think he's bu- bu- bullshit. Uh, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, although a part, a huge part of me still didn't believe him. Once he was back, he insisted that I come over, but I shut that down quickly. I said we could grab dinner after work uh, instead, and I chose a casual spot at dinner. Not one word was brought up about the incident or the elephant in the room, and I kind of thought he would apologize in person or at least explain the matter. Instead, it was awkward, uncomfortable because neither of us wanted to bring it up. Then. The waitress came and dropped the check off and set it right down in front of me. <laughs> I love how shocked I she hate is. when waitresses do that. <laughs> we were amidst the conversation and I was waiting for him to ask me to pass it to him. He didn't ask. He had all that extra money from the not his thing at a hotel. Know, right? And he didn't ask. The conversation began to end, so I went for the purse pump. <laughs> She's the Michael Jordan purse of pump. purse pump. Purse uh, pump. Because I always tried to be polite. I love just how shocking it is that she might have to pay for this meal. Like that. I think it's kind of shocking. This guy is the one who fucked up and like, he's not even like, uh, he's not going for it. I, I, I'm with you. It's just, it's the level of, of, of like, <laughs> I'm I guess funny. Cause she's like, right and he was just watching me at this point, slow almost motion. in slow motion. I was opening my wallet, taking out my card. No, <laughs> I like know exactly what that's like. Putting my card We're in the like, book Ahem. until I finally looked at him, attending to hide my annoyance and blurt it out. Do you, st- do you want to split it? There was no way I was buying his dinner this time. Oh, this time. So I mean, she might pay a lot. He jumped up as if he didn't realize what was going on and said, sure. Ugh, this guy sounds terrible. Mind you, this isn't the first time that he has let me pay for things. And this wasn't even two months in. Oh. I know okay. the slow motion. There's, well, them. now everything's starting to come together. I never pick expensive places. We had only gone out to dinner maybe four times at this point, not to mention my meal was significantly cheaper than his. <laughs> I'm all for splitting costs with someone I'm in a committed relationship with, but in the beginning stages, am I wrong to expect to be treated to dinner? Boy, this took a different turn than I, I, know, I thought right? it was going to go. <laughs> this is like totally different <laughs> thing from the original. Uh, this part. isn't about dinner, bitch. Uh, <laughs> as we walked to the parking lot, I was annoyed and completely turned off by the night's events gave him a forced hug got in my car and ended the next day and ended it the next day jordana am i being too tough a critic jared can you explain to me what this dude was thinking sincerely confused and turned off listener p.s love the podcast i read about you guys to all my friends thank you what there's a lot going on in this email yeah i mean i thought it was going to be about the fact that he went to his ex-girlfriend's because okay i see like her like extreme frustration because the first part is like It's bad, but it's not necessarily a deal breaker because they're not like 100% dating, but it's a very, very bad sign. 
Yeah. And then she's kind of like, why did, in her head, she's probably like, why did this guy even like want to go to dinner with me if he wasn't actually like trying to make it? Like, what was the point of him like at first trying to ask her for, for when I first plan? read this email, the beginning, I was like, oh, this is a classic guy. Um, Who's still kind of with the girl? He hasn't closed all. What do you call it? When you close all the doors, or you like wrap up all the old, the previous. Yeah, it's just not. The house hasn't been cleaned. Okay. I don't know if I call it that, but I probably call it something like that. But to me, as I got to the end of the email, I mean, do you know people that are so cheap that it's that it's a disability for them? I think for I think that this is what going back to the whole disability thing <laughs> uh, that that if you're pissed off already what, you're gonna be pissed the, off again. Right, what is the mentality of the cheap of the super cheap? This person? guy, this guy's cheap. It's that you're, I think it's like a little bit about being selfish, yeah, and just like not really caring about how you appear to others. Um, I, I to me any addiction because this guy's addicted, addicted to being being cheap. cheap is that a thing any addiction is one that you'll do in the in the face of people you care about okay so, so you will hurt people you love or like to do your addiction this guy i kind of believe him about the ex oh i didn't even think about the fact that he said he stayed with the ex to, to, to save, save money on the hotel yeah yeah and now she's going and and if it was if this was a one time thing where he didn't want to pay i i thought like oh He's kind of just like ending this thing. Right, doesn't and give a shit. He's yeah. trying to do it in a nice way. But then she writes, mind you, this isn't the first time that he's let me pay for things. This wasn't even two months in. This guy's a cheap fucking dude. Right. And he will do anything to be cheap, no matter how weird it gets for his significant other, whoever that may be. Right. Because to him, above the, the most important thing is saving money. Is saving money. Above the right. relationship, above respecting you to not stay with his ex. Right. And... and and this, this is almost, it's ironic that this was like supposed to be the makeup dinner and he instead. He doesn't even doesn't, know right. how. He thinks just being there is enough. Right. He doesn't think he has to apologize. He doesn't think he's to him. And I, I think this is, a, I totally think this is all about him being cheap. The whole, the whole even the thing. thing with the ex, even the thing with the ex to him. He's like, why would I apologize for saving money on not spending for a hotel room? <laughs> Like that's his rationale, right. yeah. And and oh, I got the dog. She takes care of the dog. I don't even that's have to funny. pay for I didn't a dog. Even think person. of it as that issue, but you're right. I didn't think of it as that until she talked about the payment thing because she and also she's writing us the email, right? She's her major issue isn't he, by the end of it isn't even the girl, right? It's, it's that he's fucking cheap. He's cheap, right? And it's like I don't think you're too. I think someone can be too cheap to date. I agree. I, I, I think it, I think anyone can have any problem that could be too much to date. Right. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying this is a cheapness thing. You could be too any. You could be like you could be crazy about anything. Right. You're too into your dog. There are people. Into, yeah. There are people fucking right. couches. Have you ever yeah. seen My Strange Addiction? Right. You know, like if you were if you ended up with someone on My Strange Addiction who fucked the car. You, yeah. And you came to your friends. I'm like, am I being too weird that they fuck a car? You're like, no. I can't get away this, from that person. I can't believe this guy just didn't offer to pay. I can. He's willing to stay with an ex. <laughs> so, <laughs> on, she can, so he doesn't have to pay for someone to watch the dog. On a work trip. Right. Where they'll yeah. probably pay anyways. Because he probably gets the extra cash when he doesn't stay in a hotel. He right. says, no, no, no. Give me the extra 250 bucks yeah, so I don't have to. That is not cute. 
not cute. I don't think she's being too tough of a critic at all. It's I would be thing, this way with a woman. Right. I, I think it goes male or female. I, right. If I notice this level of cheapdom in someone. Right. That they're doing weird shit to deal break money it's crazy yeah like he didn't even think like if i took a picture of my dog right like someone who like brought a flask into like a restaurant like yeah this is the same thing yeah and and if i took a picture of my dog i mean i'm not saying that i'm a liar but i would make sure that the and i was staying with my ex and my ex's dog was in the background i know someone's gonna ask who that fucking dog is right he's so cheap that he it's it's the same thing as an alcoholic he's addicted he's addicted. to saving money yes it's good he should be in the poster boy for like coupon cabin or yeah. whatever the fuck <laughs> he probably doesn't even know how to use a fucking coupon <laughs> he doesn't if he knew he would yeah. have a group on the date so she should think of this as like an easy way out you're out um i think also like when a lot of girls would be like am i being too hard Right. That's an anxious thought as well. It's, right. <laughs> well, you're right, not. No, it's like, is my doing something? Am I driving this person to act like this? Is it my fault? Am I being too critical? Also, like, this is someone who liked me. Am I giving up good? Right. Because, oh, my friends are like all in relationships. I think this happens to women a lot where they're like, am I, if I'm, if I'm too picky, I'm going to wind up alone. Y- right. Yeah. And to me, this isn't right. This is normal. Yeah. And the thing to remember is that there's a, there's a ton of people that you could be like really compatible with out there and that, um, your needs are your needs and your needs are for him to not be fucking cheap piece of shit. And, and <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. And also like, this is a nuanced thing this is a gray topic when do you pay when does the other person pay purse pumps right you know like all this stuff um it takes and and i think what we can all do is give someone chances yeah i i because she did she said this isn't the first mind you this isn't the first time that he's had to let right. me pay he's for the one who had like kind of fucked up and he fucked up he didn't apologize right. yeah. he didn't even he didn't even think that that was an issue and it's like that's that person and kind of to go back to what we talked about in the beginning that's who they are right that's their fucked up bed yeah do so you want to sleep in it you get the choice right and he doesn't even seem like particularly self-aware about it like yeah, oh no he i'm doesn't. like really really trying to save money and like I sometimes do weird things. Yeah, of course of I stay with my ex. Right, it saved me on the hotel. That's what I'm room. saying. Like the 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 not, and that's what something secure people do is they take into consideration the person they're with's feelings. They they don't feel like like your feelings are your problem. Yeah, they feel like they take ownership of the person they're dating's like feelings. Like uh, how can I like help you? Sure, and and also this person writing way. in like you're you tried right. You did take their feelings into account yeah. by, by going out again right and by so. letting them explain and and by and this this girl sounds secure because she said to him right off the bat like hey like she didn't care if she sounded crazy yeah hey like i I know that that's your ex-girlfriend she like did the right, exact right thing like i know that this is um what yeah. happened i'm calling it out and i want to know what's going on it's interesting that like i yeah yeah i'm sorry did. if i sound annoying this book is actually is like now no, 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 i'm I, interpreting all behaviors i think through, you sold a lot it. of books for amir yeah well <laughs> i think i think they've, he deserves it uh, amir and, uh, <laughs> and rachel and rachel so we helped a couple jews you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so 
comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some games. Let's do it. They make frequent references to themselves as mama or papa in the third person. Hold on. Red flag or deal breaker is like taking over this country right now. It is. People are writing to us being they like. They really want a list. They want. One the, of these days. We're going to put something out with all the red flag deal breakers. We will. But keep sending those in. We so, love, yeah, a lot of them are yours and they're really funny. And they're I love this. Uh, yeah, I love of. the more specific, the better. The more real, the better. I don't want to hear, you know, you know, poop their pants twice on a date. Like, I, I don't right. know. I that's only easy. did that once. You know, easy. So, <laughs> that's easy. So I like them specific. And okay, so let's creative do it. and original. Let's do it. Right. Red flag or deal breaker. They make frequent references to themselves as mom or papa in the third person. For example, <laughs> mama's hungry or daddy needs a cocktail. I feel like you would do that. I mean, I did it on this show. <laughs> <laughs> did I call myself Papa, papa JT? JT? I mean, but you don't do that in real life, do you? No, but you're on I, a date with a girl, you're like, daddy uh, needs a daddy needs a cocktail. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, daddy needs his cocktail. Daddy needs his medicine. <laughs> daddy needs a blowjob. Daddy needs a blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> I just think of how many times. For, I think that, once is a joke. That's like kind of funny. I mean, I'm the type who would do the joke so many times that it would go from funny to not funny, funny to back, back to, to funny. funny again. Okay, so. To me, what if you're what if you're dating the girl and she's she's calling and she's going, Mama, Mama, mama needs a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm in. I can't. Fine with I can't expect different than I would expect out yeah, of myself. You're introducing her to like important industry people, and she's like, uh, uh, Mama's got to go to the bathroom. I'll I'll be back in a few minutes. Here's the problem <laughs> with Mama is that that becomes at a later stage of life, everyone's calling her Mama. Right. Uh, like she that's started, her nickname. She started, she started nickname. her nickname. Like I don't think Pop is gonna catch on for me. Um, it has. I mean, J Train, Papa JT, <laughs> Papa JT, JT Rowling. There, there are people that call me J Train, but as a joke, right? It is gonna get weird at some point to be an eighty-year-old J Train. Like people going, oh, you're gonna be Grandpapa JT. Here's what would bother me about Mama is that like. Uh, like anytime the girl I'm with is drinking, Mama's drinking again. <laughs> like oh, ever, the choir sounds off. Right. I Only saw, one. You can't both be Mama and Papa. That's yeah. that's really weird. I was at a. Uh, I was just in San Antonio, and there was this. Sh- this is. I put it on Instagram stories, but it was this store that was all. All they sold was purple stuff. It was like called Touch of Purple or something. I was right. like, how does this place stay in business? It's in a mall, and one of the they had a shirt in the window that was like. All it said was, I'm in one of my moods. <laughs> and this reminds you of it because it's like, oh, what an awful person to date. Just right. wearing a shirt. It's like, and they think they're so funny, though. And, and like, uh, can you imagine how miserable you have to be that someone's like, this shirt. 
Made me think of you. Right. <laughs> You're always in a mood. I had a friend who got our other friend a shirt that said no chill and she like never forgave her for it. Really? Yeah. Because she has no chill. <laughs> it's funny that she wasn't chill about yeah, being awarded the chill. no chill. Yeah. This is a perfect example. Exactly. Right. If you had if you had owned it, the shirt wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. This now is it why does. it works. Uh, uh, they wear a fanny pack unironically. Like they show up to a date. In a fanny Wait, pack. do you answer if Red Flag or Deal Breaker for the... I'm cool you, with the you, mama and the papa. You're cool. Oh. Mama, papa, I'm in. Can't expect different out of myself than 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 them. What are you thinking? I think I think I'd be okay with it. You'd be okay with I it. I think I'd be okay this with it. This is a like dad a little joke. bit of a red flag, but like... I think I would. I think it would. It would break the ice a little and be kind of funny, especially if they used it like in the midst of a fight. I. <laughs> well, Daddy's sad right now. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, Daddy had his medicine. Had too much medicine last right. night. I just like the thought of doing it on a date to just to test someone out. You should try it. If I was on a date and just going, and then all of a sudden they bring the drinks, I just go, Daddy's gonna have his drink. <laughs> Daddy needs a cocktail. <laughs> all right. So they wear a fanny pack unironically. I think first date deal breaker. Third date, I'm fine. So first date, out. Yeah, I'd be like, what, what if the, you guys went? Like, you have no concept of social, like, <coughs> bless you. Thank you. <coughs> bless you. I, I sneeze aggressively. I. Uh, You're like, what, what if we go to a music festival first date? What if, for, or let's say not even music festival because uh, who would be such a, a weirdo? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what about going to like Brooklyn Eats, like that Brooklyn food spot? So I'm expecting them to be a hipster. That. But also you're tra- you're walking around the whole day going from food thing. Like if they were like, hey, I got a great idea. I live right near the, uh, what I can't remember the name of it. There's a spot in Brooklyn where they just put out a bunch of- Smorgasburg? Smorgasburg. Let's go to Smorgasburg for the day. Um, and now they show a fanny pack. I'm not into it. But oh. like, first date? First date? First date out. Third date in. Okay. Yours? I can't believe third date you're in. Like you've met this person, you like this person, then they're like- I guess it's time to show my real me. Yeah. Well, then I'm like, okay, like I already like you. I'm willing to overlook a lot of things once On I already, once day, I already once like someone. <laughs> I I got to say, it's I would be cool with it. You're fine. I'm First cool day, with fine. it. Funky style. Yeah, I could see you being into that. I'm into it. Sure She's got she, her own thing. Sure she keeps her cigarettes. Keeps her cigarettes. <laughs> oh, I mean, now you've really hit the spot for me. Um, right. Yeah, like just like that's your own thing. Like that's, I, I think it works better male to female than it does female to male mm-hmm. like that guy might be too funky for a lot of girls right for me i'm like oh that's she's got her own style also my dad carried around a purse for a long time what yeah <laughs> yeah what do you mean <laughs> he still does it's like purse? he has like a, a we used to call it the football it's like a little black okay leather satchel nice so he would carry that around all the time so like it, okay. it's not so it's like super manly Almost because it's so not. It's like the first like not, iteration not of it. Not giving a shit is is like pretty masculine <laughs> yeah, that is. quality. Well, the first iteration of it was like a golf bag. Like it would like okay. it, like it wasn't. And then it slowly meant seeped into a, a purse. Well, then it be, was carrying around so much that like my mom was like, "We got to get you like a nice one." And then it turned it into like a like, briefcase. No, it's a purse. It's more purse than briefcase, but somewhere in between. It's a purse. It's mercy. It's not baggy at the bottom. But it's more pad folio ish. What if your dad just? You think the next step is he's just going to walk around with like a Louis Vuitton bag? Well, I mean, this is that's how nice it was. Like okay. it, it got to that point. But a men's one. A, a men's. But what if he just had a real purse? 
If he was carrying like clutch or over the shoulder, um, Chanel bag, and it's over the shoulder, or he's holding. He's holding it as a clutch. I I'd be cool with it. You're fine with it. That would be that's closer to what's going on than not. That's fair. (laughs) So I'd have to say for the girl, I'm okay with it. Okay, she she'd fit in the family. All right. Well, they get food all over their face on a first date. I mean, I'm someone who's said multiple times. You like that. You like fuck, you like a, fuck a girl who eats corn messy. Right. You want the girl with her putting her whole mouth on the water fountain. Yes. I want the whole thing. I want messy. I want not afraid of a mess. I'm in. Okay. You? Red flag, but I'm, I'm fine with <laughs> You're it. You're fine with it? Yeah. But also it's cute. All over their face? It's like above, I mean, their, it's it's like like above their eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not just like around the mouth. They it's need like, a mom. We, right. talked, we talked about it. <laughs> they need some help. <laughs> You're there like wiping them. You just you instead of the two with the parents and the kids, it's like you just feeding all of them. Yeah. You get them a bib. <laughs> now you're really oh, gonna that's take a good one. They have a bib. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. You're out for if the bib. If, it ain't a, if we're not you'd eating lobsters. Her, you'd rather have her get it all over her face than wear a bib. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. The bib now we're the bib socially. Says mama's hungry. Yeah. Ma- <laughs> bib that says mama's hungry. You gotta start selling these here. There you go. Says R-O-F-L and L-M-A-O after every remotely funny thing you say, even if it's not particularly funny. Um, I think that would get annoying real fast. Absolutely. I feel like as as a comedian, you'd probably be even more annoyed. Um, yeah. Because you'd be like, respect the craft, like laugh at funny things. <laughs> or laugh or don't. Right. I, uh, that's, R-O-F-L that's really... is like one of the like least, it's like one of the, it's one of the most annoying things. No one's rolling on the floor laughing. I don't know how we started this. I mean, now it's been taken over. That was like, it's interesting that the R-O-F-L is now the crying emoji. Yeah. The laughing so hard I'm that crying. That annoying too. I don't know why. Yeah, it's annoying. It's too much. Yeah. I know you're not doing this. Right. It's like, let's be real. Yeah. Let's change this to they send you the crying emoji after everything you text. Crying, laughing so hard I'm yeah, crying. That would be like, that would get annoying really fast. Because you know right. that that's not. Also, like, where do we go from here? What if yeah. I what if I say something really funny? How it's, am I going to know you think it's funny? It's getting your kid a Bentley. Right. Where do they where go? Do we go? Where, where are we here? I'm deal breaker. I I'm out. earn this. You're making yeah. it too easy. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. I'm out too. That's our show. We went long, long today. One for you. You're welcome. You're welcome. That you know how you can thank us for getting you through your Rate, drive. Review, subscribe. That's it. Rate, review, subscribe. Make it your Instagram story. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Shout tell it from a the friend. Rooftops. Scream it from the hills, baby. We'll be back next episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.